Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. Hey, Scott. It's great to finally have a chat. It's been a long time coming. I'm very excited for this conversation as I believe we do have a lot of common topics to discuss. Well, before we get into the detail, could you give me a rundown of your personal background, where you're from, and where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in the Midwest of the United States. I was born, raised, still live in South Dakota. It's a little cold here today, minus four degrees. <laughs> so, it's a Z-code kind of day, you might say. Mm. Not much going on in the car business. <laughs> but... Uh, I've been in sales pretty much most of my life. Uh, I went from high school to flight school. I flew uh, choppers for, oh, wow. the, for the National Guard. I was a medevac pilot, air ambulance. Uh-huh. Did a stint for about five years as a uh, state trooper, law enforcement background. Uh-huh. So I was kind of doing both them things at one time. But for the most part, I've been in... in uh, sales just about all my life oh wow i've sold uh atvs motorcycles boats snowmobiles and then uh that was kind of earlier in my career and been in the car business probably for the last i don't know 35 40 years so you've got a lot of experience on your back on uh in terms of making money (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I've had some jobs like law enforcement where you didn't make any money. Mm. Then I was in sales, made a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and pissed that all away, of course. But, uh, you know, I've been around the gambling part of the, the gambling part of my life started when I was about 14, 16 years old because I had a part-time job in a pool hall. Okay. And a matter of fact, my local bookie, one of my local bookies, uh, is the son of the guy I went to work with or work for in the pool hall uh-huh. and uh, who has a nep- nephew who's the number one snooker player in the world. Oh, wow. So uh, we, we talk quite a bit about that, sports gambling, but he, he's kind of a square book, but uh, I've been with him for, I don't know, I'm going to be 63 next, next March or in March and uh, been with him him or his dad since I was 14, 16 years old. But for the most part of that, uh, and all my life, pretty much until I got into Z code, I was just a recreational player, gambler, whatever, Monday night football, you know, Sunday football. That was about, that was about what I did for the most part. Okay. I never, so... never, never had a winning year doing that, but, you know, I never lost more than a grand $1,500 a year either. You know, I think so. you can relate to a lot of people on that, in that regard. Yeah. Recreational gamers or recreational players generally are like that. Well, yeah, because it was just more for entertainment. Yeah, you know, exactly. It was, it was kind of, you know, once you've done it for a while, it's quite difficult to actually watch a game. Now, I, I do it now, of course, but back then, I mean... You only put money on games that you were watching. 
you know. Yeah, and it, yeah. it made it a lot more entertaining to watch. It made yeah. it give you a reason to watch them as well. You could probably put money on pretty much anything like sports you have no interest in, but as long as you have money on it, you you're definitely gonna be watching, or well, most likely you're gonna be watching it. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and that's all we've done. So, you know, I can just say I've probably been around the industry you know, my whole adult life and probably prior to that. But uh, I think I got in the Z code. I think it was in January or February 2015, 2015. So I've been here a little while. But when I yes. first joined Z code, I didn't know that they had online betting. I didn't know you could, you know, open an account offshore or do any of that. I never thought about betting on table tennis or soccer or <laughs> tennis or all the stuff that we bet on now, I just, I just didn't know them invest, them investments even existed. <laughs> so, need, needless to say, my eyes were opened up big time when I joined Zico's. So, when you're talking about online betting, and beforehand you obviously met your friend who, uh, who was running the bookmaker, how was that bookmaker bookmaker operating? On what basis was it? Um, <laughs> can we say this a legal operation or? <laughs> Well, there's nothing legal about gambling here in South Dakota or sports <laughs> investing. Uh, you know, everything's. I got, I got uh, with him. He's kind of a call-in deal. You got to call in and get a live line, which I hate because you know the the lines are only up you know an hour before the start of the game, and I might be busy doing something or this, that, and the other thing, and you got to stop. You got to call in, and you're planning on making a play. You know, say the spread's minus three, and when you call them up, it might be four and a half now. Or, and I can hear them on the phone giving me one line and somebody else another. You know, you can hear other his his uh, some of his uh, workers giving the same line out to somebody else at a different number. Mm. So it's strictly a square bet deal, but it, it's kind of nice sometimes because I know that. Uh, you know, he's always going to have the hook or he's always going to have, you know, a point more. And if, and if, and if you're going to fade because he's such a square book that he's good to go to because you'll know you'll get a decent line uh, if you're going to go with the dog or something like that or the under. Okay. He'll, have, he'll have stuff marked up. But it's pretty much, you know, just over the phone call in. I got another local guy here that I started out with about 12 years ago when I first got here. Uh, in this part, in in this area, and uh, it's about the same time I joined Zico's. And needless to say, to make a long story short, he kind of cut me off. Playing, but but we're pretty good friends. And when I started trading uh, NBA two three four, started trading uh, MLB two three five, which is you know a hybrid off Cliff's uh, Typhoon deal. Mm-hmm. That that Gemma kind of reworked and and uh, then I kind of applied my filters to it for you know all the reasons we discussed in the forum. But uh, uh, I made some really good money at that with him, and he was really he's not a full time bookie. He just some local guys wanted to bet blah 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 blah. But anyway, uh, my account got up quite high, and finally he says, "Hey," he says. You know, I, he says, I, I want to make you an offer. He says, I want to settle your account. I think it was 18 grand. He says, I want to settle your account. 
and uh, I want you to come. I want you to work for me. He says, "You understand this stuff? I don't. These guys are, <laughs> these guys are playing, and so I became his bookkeeper. Wow! So, I, and I still do it today. But we went from about twenty-five, thirty people. I'm guessing in there to now I'm down to just you know a handful uh-huh. that uh, weathered the storm. But, you know, it was a typical deal. Local guys, a small town, 2,000 people, and, you know, they bet, and they pay a little, and then they bet, and finally just got weeded out. <laughs> so I do, I still do the books for him, but, you know, we got guy maybe bet $100, $200, our top bet, or everybody else is 20 30 bucks, and and it just kind of keeps me in the game, and he, he pays me for the season, and I do it, and, throw that money in my, my account and use it to play with. And, but That's, it keeps you in touch and, and you get to watch, you get to watch what's going on. Uh, you know? It gives you the second perspective of, um, I, I don't know what uh, level these guys are on, but considering the fact that he still takes bets from them, I'm guessing more amateur or recreational, oh, yeah. Yeah. recreational yeah, guys. So those are kind of like the, the guys who kind of, don't, they don't move the lines, oh, but no. th- th- no. that's the general public. So you'll see, you know, ten or twenty of them loading money on the same team. You kind of yeah. start look looking at the lines on the line reversal and realize, oh, well, <laughs> my my uh, my side of the story is completely different from what you guys are doing. So it's it gives it you is... that perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, because uh, it isn't the amount of money being played. And who's playing it? It's all about the mentality of the player, mm. you know. And uh, they like action. They're playing games that they're watching. Uh, at least in the local deal here, you know. You know, most of the people that were born and raised here are all related. <laughs> so, you know, the old theory is I can't solve the murder here because everybody's got the same DNA. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just a small town stuff but it's kind of fun it's kind of fun i've I've tried to tried to learn lure some of them into the z codes uh some guys but they uh they're just not into it like we're into it so yeah you definitely have to have a specific mentality of uh, making it long term rather than just uh recreational having fun while watching the match and stuff but i'm really curious to find out as to what lured you into Z code, because that's been what we six years in six six yeah. years ago on the fifteenth of January you decided to join Z code system and um, yeah you you pretty much went from there I remember your journey as well personally because I've been with the with the website for a very long time much like yourself and I I know that you as you as you stated you were more of a recreational guy. Uh, at the same time, you sort of got into the online betting, up-and-coming person who was learning from the other guys. Tell me what uh, what made you join the community. It's just like you know everybody else that joins. I, I'm pretty sure I joined on a trial membership. I'm, it seems to me, and I'm going to be 63 years old, so you know I just don't remember everything. And uh, uh, but I'm pretty sure it was on a trial. And, and when I came into the deal, I came into it as 
I was very reluctant, real reluctant, because there was no, nobody referred me to them. You know, I read some reviews, but they were all good. And uh, I thought, well, what the hell? I'm, I'm single. Um, I either work or I'm out golfing, one of the two. <laughs> so in the wintertime, I had plenty of time. I mean, it's the middle of January, like it is right now, you know, in February. It's minus four degrees. What are you going to do? So I thought, well, I'm going to check this thing out because I, I knew that there's other avenues of income. I went through a divorce, which pretty much cost me everything I had. So I've always, I've been in the start over, over mode, uh, forever. And, uh, but so I didn't have anything to do. So I thought, well, I'd check this out and I did. Well, then once I got into it, the amount of information and what was going on in the activity, and, um, it was just, I'm going to, I'm going to use the word overwhelming because it is for everybody. I don't yeah. care if you're a seasoned vet. It is overwhelming when you first get on there because the tools and the automated systems and, and that was back then they've come a lot farther. I mean, we got sports trader down, uh, uh, we got all kinds of things, you know, that things that are involved and I still don't understand them all. <laughs> and, uh, uh, when I came on, what was really cool is when I came on, the first person that welcomed me, and he was heavily involved back then, Brendan, we had uh, Bunch, Omega, uh, yourself, Mudrak, uh. Uh, and I'm sure I'm leaving out a bunch. But those guys were there to invest, but 50% of their time they spent managing us newbies. Uh-huh. When I say newbies, I'm talking about Gemma and old school. Because we all come on at the same time. I, I think I came on in January. Uh, Gemma, Gemma and Old School, I don't know what their dates were, but they popped up soon thereafter. And uh, we were kind of the, the class of 2015, if you may. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I think Old School joined in December. So you were pretty much 11 months before him. Yeah. So wh- whatever it was. But anyway... And there were probably many more that came, but I think out of the whole class, we, us three were the most vocal. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, uh, uh, Cliff was in there. He was, he was huge. And, uh, you know, when I got into the grids at us, uh, he was amazing. He really, really helped me with that. But, uh, so we had some, we had some pretty good veterans in there helping us out uh, you know it was and, a great team uh, and it's it still is it actually you know it goes through a cycle and i think uh, we're on the like a uh, second cycle we could say because the people who left uh, got replaced by other people who are equally as interesting if uh, if not more oh it's, yeah yeah An- another person probably the and, and I should have mentioned him first, you know, in chronological order, but Dan, you know, Dan's, uh, uh, all his different systems, his, uh, bailiff plays and Martingale and East meets West. And, but he, he was, uh, nowadays I kind of refer him. I kind of, I kind of put him in the same, same deal as Christopher because Christopher is kind of a one play a day guy. And I love that. You know, uh, the longer I'm on Z code, the more I am, uh, 
I'm gravitating to, uh, as I became more successful, gravitating towards less plays, maybe a little more investment. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, that them guys drew me in, and they Bear was there and Cliff, and they explained things and. And in the meantime, I was going through all the systems and, and all the stuff. And I uh, uh, paper traded for a while when I first got in. I didn't have a lot of money because I just moved here. Uh, good job, but not a lot of available cash. As a matter of fact, my first account that I opened up was with Intertops. And they gave me a when I registered, they put $20 in my account, and that's how I got started. I didn't even have any out-of-pocket expense. <laughs> and that's how I got started. Of course, I've had that, you know, add money since then, that and that, and I lost that 20 bucks right away because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> but, you know, when I was, when I was, and I kind of relate this to Zico, but when I was flying helicopters, they had a saying that, you know, you have old pilots and you have bold pilots but you don't have any old, bold pilots. If you get my drift. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, one of the biggest, biggest hurdles in becoming a pilot is, is the 200-hour pilot is probably the most dangerous on the planet. Uh-huh. Because he has enough self-confidence. He has enough self-confidence, but he still hasn't learned what the airplane can do or the helicopter can do and what it can't do. Uh, and uh he's just good enough to get himself in trouble you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i relate that to sports investing and bankrolls you know a guy gets out there and and pretty soon you you feel very comfortable you know your way around z codes and some other things and all of a sudden you kind of ease into the overbetting and you know them types of pitfalls that uh you know, Fade, Butcher, Old School, you know, all them guys remind us constantly, don't overbet, you know. Uh, and the other thing I relate to about flying is is uh, what causes more aircraft uh, accidents is a thing that they call get-home-itis. Uh-huh. And that, that's where pilots push because they want to get home. They're they're running late. They had delays. They uh, got a date with the girlfriend or something with the wife or a kid's basketball game. I need to get back. I got to go to work tomorrow. And they start pushing the envelope with bad weather and things like that where they really shouldn't even be in the air. And you see that a lot in mount crashes and things like that. But anyway, that's I kind of I kind of relate that to. I kind of relate that to chasing chasing your bankroll uh. now i'm a big promote you know promoter of the grid and there's a story behind that but but you know a guy gets to chasing and chasing and chasing and pretty soon you're playing you're you're playing too much because you're trying to get your bankroll back uh. and that i kind of refer to that as get home itis that you know i got to get even i got to get even and especially these these guys like we talked about our locals you know they lose one or two hundred dollars on the weekend, and Fade kind of—he kind of related to this in his podcast. But uh, all of a sudden, they need—it's Monday Night Football or 
Sunday night football or whatever, they got to settle on Tuesday or Wednesday. They don't have the money, so they double up trying to get their money back. And then they uh-huh. put themselves in a hole, which we see that all the time. But So when we, before we get into the grid system, which we are definitely going to talk about, as it's your baby, <laughs> <laughs> four years ago, or roughly around four years ago, you set out uh, a goal for yourself to generate a monthly salary. And you made a post about this on the Z code and you drew out all the plans. And I kind of wonder how you see yourself now compared to the four years when you started that prognosis. Well, I kind of pulled it off until my uh, bookie cut me off. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot of money because I was going for him. So I couldn't see putting any money in a lot of uh, uh, offshore stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and then of course when 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 we decided to go the other route, but I still use it. I paid off a lot of debt uh, over the last six years, almost a little over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! And I don't. I always look back and say, well, did I make a mistake or not? What I do is, I you know, I make some money here at work, and I make some money with Z code, and then I. You know, when I got to a certain level, I'd cash out and, and pay something or do something. And uh, uh, I had to make some investments here in the, in the store. And, uh, you know, so I just, it went well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, and with the grids, the grids will, will, that's what I was looking for when I came up with the grids or when I found the, the, I don't know what they call it, the Bouchier system or the cancellation system. Uh, but that's kind of what I was looking for because the one thing they never taught us is Z code and, uh, or nobody ever discussed, and I don't think they discuss it today, is how to pull your money out, when to pull your money out, uh. how to funnel it back into the States, you know. Things like that. And I'm sure there's a reason they don't talk about it. So, but I had no idea how to do it because I didn't know anything about offshore books. Uh, and I didn't know what went on. I didn't took, you know, I just never, never knew. Uh, but they never, there's, I never found a podcast or anything about that into the business. So, uh, you know, when was a good time to take money out? When, you know, how to protect your investments and things like that. So I was, I was doing a lot of online stuff and I ran into this, this deal, uh, which involved in the grid, but I ran into an article. I think the gentleman's name was bees. I don't remember his first name. It's in my uh, forum, uh, in the income generation forum. And he was using this cancellation system and his deal was, okay. there's a formula in there and I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but basically what it what evolved is you take your, how much money you want to make a month and, uh, uh, divide, I think you divide it by 40 and I, and I apologize. It's in the form anyway. And it gives you, it gives you, it gives you a unit amount to bet. And in this case, it was in his example, which is on the, on the, forum or in the forum it was 
it took about a five thousand dollar bankroll and your unit size was twelve dollars and fifty cents so it was i don't know how that figures out i'm going to say it's point two five percent or point zero two five percent of your total bankroll so uh i started messing with it because i was that you got to understand, I was that 200-hour pilot who had get-home-itis. <laughs> and and if I finally figured out that money management is number one and picks are second. And how I came up with that in my mind was one of the things that I did not like about Z code. And I don't even know if I should mention it in a podcast, but one of the things I didn't like, and you can edit it out, but one of the things that I didn't like was as a follower, I always had to sit and wait for my favorite ex experts to post. And some days they posted, some days they didn't. Sometimes they posted and I couldn't get on a play uh, because it was too late or I couldn't get the same lines or this, that, the other thing. So I decided in my mind that I need to come up with my own, I'm going to say system, not my own system, but I had to come up with something that I could play on a daily basis so I didn't have to wait for somebody else to post. In other words, I didn't have to wait for somebody to feed me every day. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you were crawling at first and then you started walking and now you're basically running. <laughs> yeah. It was exactly. the whole, whole, yeah. whole evolution. 200. 200 hour pilot with get home itis. I mean, that's what I was. So, so I, uh, uh, so I thought, well, okay, I'm going to go through here. And I think the first thing I worked on was first blood, which is basically now Dan's TSS system, tennis mm -hmm. system that he kind of revamped a little bit, did a much better job. Uh, but Cliff and I worked on that extensively. Other things came to mind, but I just once I decided that I had to do something on my own, because I tell my salesman here, if you come to work in the morning and you don't have an appointment, you're unemployed. Okay, that's the way I look at it. If you ain't got somebody coming in or you're not working a deal, you're unemployed because you're on commission, hundred percent, just like we are in the sports investing. Uh -huh. So I wanted to be able to get up in the morning and know that I had logical steps and plays or systems that I could I could manage myself. So if anything ever happened and and Z code wasn't there anymore or this or that, that I could continue on. You know, heaven forbid that won't happen, but that's what I was thinking. You know. And uh so I started trying to cap things myself. Had no idea what I was doing. Uh, still following experts and things like that, but I was finding out that I was, you know, hitting 40% of my picks and 50%, never really got into the, you know, up where I needed to be to make money flat betting. And anyway, so I was searching around for money management things because I thought, you know, if this is the best I can get to is 50%, I might as well hang it up. Because they can't, you know, you'll just keep losing. You know, if you bet one ten odds or whatever or more, and you're only going to hit fifty percent of your bets. I mean, you can do the math. It's not going to work out, wouldn't you agree? 
definitely. And so, so, so I did, did some searching, found this article, started reading it, and I put the article in, in my forum there. And uh, at that time, we started working Cliffs Typhoon with uh, uh, MLB and working some other stuff. And I also used it to, to follow some of my experts. And he explained in there that, you know, with certain odds, uh, you can actually hit 40% of your bets and still make money working this. Let's just call it a soft progression so everybody understands it. <laughs> and uh, so that's what I did. I started working it. And uh, uh, as I got through it, uh, Edis helped me learn how to move money when I had a, when I had a, uh, what I want to call it, a losing streak, you know, a drawdown, how to maybe manipulate the grid a little bit by, by taking some of the pressure off these bets, because even in his, I think in, in Mr. B's, uh, even in his example, he was placing $800, he was placing an $800 bet at one time, I think, or $850 uh-huh. to make $12.50. You know, it don't take long to compound your foolishness. What do you think about people putting large amounts of money? Well, that depends on the person of what they consider a large amount, but let's just say, um, $1,000 is about 10% of your bankroll and they put that on a really low odds way they would get perhaps $20 profit. Well, they're going to crash into the mountain. <laughs> it's real simple. I mean, that's, that doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, you can, kinda... play, you can play all them short odds. That's the, that's my, that was my initial problem when I was first introduced to sports trader or some of the automatic systems was the, was the odds they were playing. You have to have a pretty good win rate, I think, in order to, you know, do minus 200, minus 250, minus 300, minus 400. Um, sorry, I'm not, I'm not into the European side of things, but, uh, uh, you better have a pretty good win rate. You better get up there in the 85, 90% win rate. And you probably would have to have even higher, wouldn't you? I yeah. know people, there was one specific guy who was doing that sort of a system. I remember, and, uh, he had a win rate of 96%, but then as soon as he hit a, a losing streak, there was about two bets that he lost in the space of about 15 bets he basically yeah. disappeared from the internet <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> well we've we've seen them guys come and go you know one of the one of the biggest things uh one of the biggest things that that i've ran into is you you'll really know just for lack of better terms i say you really know you're a veteran once you learn how to get through the noise on the wall, does that make sense? Uh-huh. And, you know, how to navigate the wall each day. And, and uh, everybody, for the most part, that's been there for a while, they all make money. We all make money. 
As a matter of fact, it's really hard to lose money on Z code. I've posted that a thousand times. As long as you follow the Z code rules, as long as you, you know, manage your bankroll, you know, I think one to 5%, we got guys at 5%, we got guys uh, uh, doing way more than that. But I don't know what their bankrolls are, you know? So maybe they're in line, I don't know. But all of a sudden they'll throw a 20, you know, $2,500 play out there. Oh, you know, Brandon has his, had his, uh, what was it, SF, SFS plays or whatever, you know? And, uh, but I know his bankroll supported it, no doubt in my mind, you know, mine wouldn't, you know, so I had to adjust accordingly. And I, as long as you do that, you're going to be all right. But yeah, I, I don't care what your win rate is. Eventually you're going to lose. Exactly. I agree with you on that one. The grid system has been with Z-Code for how long now? I think, uh, see i don't know it's been a while i think it's been with us for five years now so five years ago you basically developed the monthly income generation which is the grid system isn't it yeah and you know that's what we call it uh, uh i think cliff named it the mig uh, you know monthly income generation but here's what it did for me and this is why and and i know that we all go through the same patterns in life. Everybody does. And uh, they're just, you know, unique to each, each individual. But I needed to get my, I needed some law and order inside my bankroll management. Didn't matter what it was. I just needed something. And this thing just put my bankroll management together. Now, I, I know you're only supposed to bet one, one to 5%, uh, uh, but you have ABC progressions, ABCDs, and, and I needed something so that I knew when I got up in the morning exactly how much I was going to bet. Mm-hmm. Now, got, and, and old school and uh, the butcher fade, you know, these guys, Christopher, they probably know without the grids, they know exactly what they're doing, but I didn't, uh-huh. you know, and I'm just going to say, as embarrassing as it is, I was at, w- at one point in time, I was just probably out of control because I was doing this for this and this for that. And, and uh, uh, I wasn't betting enough money where it was, would it, where it would really make a difference whether I lost it or not. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, but that's changed now. <laughs> so now a, a person's got to manage it and there's different ways to do it. But I like the grids because I can, I can, the beauty of the grid is that I can manipulate it any way I want to. You know, I can take one, two, three losses. And if I can take that money, divide it out, I, I've run, uh, grids on each different system and expert I play, which was a ton of work. Then I got to a daily grid, which I'm kind of working on right now, uh, where where I basically just bet an amount. And at the end of the day, whatever the plus or minus is, I put that amount into the, in, make one entry onto the end of the grid. 
So if I lost $200 that day after all my plays, then I just write down $200. Well, then the next day, if, if, if it was a, you know, if I'm, my grids are worth a hundred bucks a piece, then, or my, my units, then the next day I knew to break even, I had to make $300, but I still went over here and made, you know, four or five plays or whatever, I'm, whatever I'm doing, but you get the gist of things. Mm. I only have, only make one entry a day instead of five or six or 10 or however many bets I got going. All right, so I'm kind of curious as to how you do your analysis. What tools do you use and how do you choose the place that you put your money on? Well, as mentioned on Z code, I'm kind of a pattern guy. So I look for patterns. Pattern is that <laughs> patterns for me are like seasons and weather, like where I live. You know, we have winter, we have spring, summer, fall, whatever. And I've never been a big back test guy because what happened two years ago has no bearing what's going to happen this afternoon. You got different coaches, different players, different weather. Uh, don't know what mood the players are in. Uh, you know, what kind of personal problems they're going to have. What's going to affect their deal? Did they stub their toe? Did they sprain a knee? I mean, you know, you don't know. Uh, so I kind of look at patterns and, uh, especially with this COVID thing going on, you don't know who's really sick and who's not sick, you know, or who has some symptoms or don't. And I know they're doing the best they can at monitoring all that, but I still think it affects the outcome of the game. There's no real home advantage right now. If there's nobody in the stands, in, in my opinion, that's my humble opinion, uh, but I'm, but I just kind of think that, so, so I kind of work the pattern stuff and I try to apply filters. Um, I introduced the deal yesterday, the NHL, of course, you know, Murphy's law, as soon as you introduce something, boom, both, both plays lose, but that's just the way it goes. Uh, but I put all my trades and all my records down so they could see, see where I was headed with it. And, uh, uh, so the tools that I use on Z code, I like to use, uh, the oscillator, you know, the charts, uh -huh. I traded commodities at one time, but I'm sure, you know, some of the guys on, on Z code did too. I took a, you know, bought a Ken Roberts course. I was going to make millions of dollars doing that and trading commodities and, and I enjoyed it, but it was a, it was a nightmare to manage and, and, and it took quite a bit of money to be successful. Mm. And I didn't have that kind of money at the time. The thing about sports betting is it doesn't take a lot of money to get started. And if you're a member of Z code, it isn't going to take long to, uh, uh, make some money. You know, I've learned a lot now. I watched the line reversals. Uh, that's huge on the wall. Uh, uh, and G dogs got me looking really heavy at public percentages. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that brought about the, that the grids brought about, it had to do with old school, old school. And I've been arguing about grids since day one. And you said it's been on there five years. We've been arguing about it for five years. 
and he's a great friend. <laughs> but here's what come out of that. He eventually uh, is using some kind of a grid or pro- I don't know if he's using the grid exactly, but he's he's kind of into progressions, at least what he's telling me on the wall. Uh-huh. And uh, what he's done for me and is get me to start thinking of what kind of odds I'm playing. He's hammered that home to me, among many others. But he's hammered that home. And one of my one of one of the things I'm playing right now that I'm doing really, really well in is my college basketball totals. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing even money on every one of them. I'm using alternate lines in every one that's posted on there. And I, there might be one that's, you know, minus 105 because I couldn't find even money. Uh, but since I've been playing them, uh, I'm trying to trade them at even money, which really helps uh, the grids out. Because if you want to, if, if I haven't sustained any major losses, but if I would, if I'm playing even odds, I can sustain much more of a loss than if I didn't. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So, uh, but that's what come out of that debate. Uh, maybe a compromise, if you may. Uh, maybe him and I should run for politics or something. I don't know. But, uh, but it's been a great run on Z code. It really has. I don't see it ending any time in the future for me because uh, I hope to retire in, in a few years and then do it full-time. Now, when I say full-time, I have Z-Code open on my desktop all day long at work. <laughs> so I can get on and off anytime I want because I'm the boss. <laughs> so, but uh, Z-Code is, is just, you know, I, it's hard to talk to people about Z-Code because if they don't understand what we're doing, they will never understand Z code. People, people, you know, when I get into them conversations, they'll say, well, you're just gambling. Well, yeah, we're gambling. If you want to call it gambling, call it gambling. But what is it when you buy, what is it if you buy uh, uh, stock? What is it if you buy commodities? What are you doing? Well, I'm investing. No, you're not. You're gambling. <laughs> right? I mean, that's just the way it is. Hell, you get in your car and you drive from South Dakota to Florida, you, there's, just, there's a little bit of gambling involved there, right? That you're going to make it. I mean, it's what we do. But I think, I think it's easier for us. I don't even bring it up anymore. When they talk about I don't even bring it up because it's, a, it's an hour conversation of, you know, we really are investors. We have money management techniques. We have this. It isn't about the games. It's just about the investment. You're buying pork bellies. I'm buying the Boston Celtics. What's the difference? I don't see it. You know what? I think people in general have a really bad perception of betting as a whole. Much like video games. I think there's a there's a stigma around it in a, in a way that people have, or rather media has generated this general perception of what people should do and how people should portray it and this is this is obviously wrong because 
I, yes, we can agree with the fact that probably most people have not made any money from betting. But then there is a huge amount of people, much like, as you, as you said, investing in stocks. And I believe the, the number is 76% of people don't make money. No. And this is publicly displayed on the website before you register with the stock trading brokers. And uh, that's one of the legal requirements, or at least in the UK, uh, where I'm based, is that you know th these websites have to specify it to the to the people before they sign up. And yeah, it's a it's a huge amount, but I think it's just the general stigma that you know you're basically set out for a failure and it this may not be the case it depends on the person's approach it depends on how as you said you, you are betting very systematically you have everything you have like a backup behind you in terms of uh bankroll management you have everything all the tools necessary to to be successful in this it just depends on how you use them uh, they're at the disposal in Z code and maybe you can find them elsewhere as well. But um, yeah, it just, it, it just, it bothers me in a way that it, it's really hard to discuss this with people in general, unless they're very much like-minded or, or they like sports very much and they have gambled themselves and maybe understood that, well, there is, more to it than just gambling Mary maybe you can actually call it sports investing if you <laughs> have the necessary tools at, at, your, at your disposal well yeah so here's a prime example of that how many people do you suppose bet money on the Super Bowl I, I would say I shouldn't bring this be... up I shouldn't bring this up because I was on Kansas City but <laughs> I'd say millions of people put money on on the Super Bowl and I would say about great majority of them are doing it purely out of um, just spur of the moment, you know, to enjoy the match a little bit more. Exactly. Because how many of them people did any type of handicapping on that deal? Used any tools or anything? None of them, you know, except the professionals. But yeah. They just throw money up there. So what happens? They lose the bet or they get lucky. Or you're in the stands with your wife or girlfriend and, and you know, I like them jerseys, so I'm going to bet on them. Or, you know, I like this, so I'm going to bet on this. Or Tom Brady's good looking, so I'm going to bet on Tom Brady. You know, them are the tools they're using. And you know what? Sometimes they win. But most of the time they lose. And that gives them the negative deal uh. of, of the gambling experience. But... Here's what else is the. It isn't that it's it is, or it is that. But they play slot machines, and they play blackjack, and blah 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 blah, and they always lose their money. So guess what? The persona is, or the perception is, you can't make any money gambling. Well, they're mm -hmm. lumping in playing a slot machine with what we do, and there's totally two different things there, mm -hmm. totally. Scott, so just to wrap this conversation up, we're over 50 minutes now, which is phenomenal. <laughs> I'll go ahead and ask you the last question, which is, are you working on any systems at the moment? Anything in particular that has that you cast your eye on and uh, perhaps you want to explore a bit more? 
I'm asking this question at the same time I'm wondering whether you're just going to to stick to to your guns which is obviously the grid system well the grid the grid system doesn't produce any picks you know it's just strictly money management mm. and I, I don't think I'll ever leave that uh, the only downfall that I've ever seen with the grids is if you if you're a better that uh, you know betting a thousand or twenty five hundred or five thousand dollars a game uh the grids probably aren't for you you know and if i ever get to that point i probably won't be using them Uh, but uh uh, for most of the people here getting started i'm a big believer jake in helping the new people Uh. butcher fade old school cliff you mudrack myself G-Dog, I mean, I can go on and on. We don't need any, we're kind of self-sufficient, wouldn't you say? We can kind of do our own thing. Definitely. Uh, so I'm, I think the grids will always be good for the new person coming on board who's not a seasoned veteran that uh, just needs to get started with something. You know, you got to, plan your work and work your plan so if you know if they get into the grid or they got questions uh there's lots of us guys on there uh i'm leaving out so many people uh, that have helped you know justin and uh dlw and i mean i don't i don't know people that have just helped with the you know grids and stuff but there's plenty of people to help so if something ever would happen to me you know, they can go on because they understand it. They've used it. They've learned how to manipulate them to their fashion and whatever. But I'm kind of all about the, the new people coming on board. Making sure, and that's why I try and answer every question that's asked. Of me. I always respond. I don't think you can go back into the Z code anywhere where I've been asked anything and I haven't responded to it. Is it, It's just helping people get going there was a somebody that just joined the wall i think i think his name was steven i think i noticed it yesterday or the day before that you know is he came on and he just said okay how do i get started you know it can be a bit it can be a, a bit overwhelming and it can be you know that uh-huh. there's a lot of information and so i'm just you know if i can just do my little tiny one quarter percent part to help somebody get along, I think when they start on them grids, I'm just a, such a firm believer in them. I'd argue them to my death that, you know, as a matter of fact, Cliff's using one on his get a grid system right now. And he's actually showing people exactly how to use it. And uh, even if you're a $5 player or a $10 player, you know, if you start with that, that's all you need. And then learn learn the different systems, how to bet, you know, uh-huh. one of the, one of the biggest mistakes I see is, uh, is on the ABC, um, Valdemar taught us way back that the best way to play an ABC progression is to make sure that if you lose all three bets, you still only lost one unit. So maybe if you're a hundred dollar player, that's your unit size, you're going to do an ABC. You need that first bet needs to be for ten dollars. 
And that uh -huh. second bet needs to be for, you know, $10 plus juice plus 10 is, you know, $30. And then the next bet needs to be probably $60. So if you lose all three of them bets on your progression, you've still only lost one unit. Progressions are a tough one. It, it definitely that? progressions are definitely a tough one. I would probably tell people to steer away from them when they get started with betting, because there is a lot. Unless they're following uh, a reputable, uh, reputable person within the community that they can trust, but also at the same time, you know, if someone has been running a system for X amount of time. Um, they may have been on a massive winning streak. I don't know, oh, yeah. 20, 30 yeah, bets, and then, and then you get on and they will have a losing streak. And then you'll be like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm <laughs> surprised this has happened. And your bankroll might be a bit overwhelmed, whereas people who have been following that person for a few months have um, definitely not sustained too many broken hearts. <laughs> Oh, exactly, exactly. And and that's why, you know, I always refer back to the grids, you know, although it, it's a progression system, I get it. But like I said, when we first started the podcast, it's 0 0.025 or 0.25% of your bankroll. Mm. So if you have a, you know, and in the example, $5,000 bankroll is $12.50. Now, if you're betting $12.50, on a $5,000 bankroll, and you lose your bankroll, that's kind of on you, uh -huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, something went wrong there. <laughs> All right, Scott, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Uh, it's been wonderful talking to you, and I think the podcast turned out really, really well. I hope so. Great recording, so. and it, it, will definitely, it, it will definitely help new people who want to get started with the grid and they may not really have much idea what to do. So I appreciate uh, the effort you put in and the time as well. well Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I appreciate, well, I appreciate you letting me do the podcast. I wasn't ready, uh, you know, last year when you asked, but I figured, well, it's my, my turn. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if it's a good, I, you know, who knows, but, uh, I appreciate it, Jake. I'm, I'm humbled that they even asked. Uh, but I love Z-Code. And I love everybody on it. Great. It's, just, it's, it's, it's a brotherhood that you just can't explain unless you're a member. <laughs> right? Unless you're a member, exactly. All right. Thank Jake, you so much. You take Scott. care of yourself, buddy. Yeah, stay safe. Thank well, you, Scott. I, uh, Thank you for listening to our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.